the small little victories there. But glad to see you all on a, on a Wednesday evening. Appreciate uh, the good songs tonight, just as we thought about some, um, just some things about the Lord already. And that is a good challenging song. You know, sometimes, sometimes we, we miss and we miss that time that we have with the Lord. And sometimes it can go on and on. And it's good to be confronted about that once in a while. But glad that the, the Lord knows. But let's turn our Bibles to Psalm 146 tonight and just a couple of thoughts from this great psalm. But, you know, the, this is a, one, of those, one of those books in the Bible I hope that we're in, in regularly. I'll be honest with you, uh, often when I feel like there's a bit of coldness in my heart, um, often it's the book of Psalms that I'll go to and I just need to get back to that, that mindset of rejoicing in who the Lord is. And that's, Psalm is, is that book. Psalm is that book that helps us just get back to praising, worshiping, rejoicing in Him. And the, the book of Psalms really ends with these, these couple of um, Psalms that focuses in on, the, on praising the Lord. And there's a couple of, couple of things here that we're going to look at, but um, let's read it, to, read it tonight, verses 1 to 10. Just read the whole Psalm. Praise ye the Lord. Praise the Lord, O my soul. While I live, will I praise the Lord. I will sing praises unto my God while I have any being. Put not your trust in princes, nor in the Son of Man, in whom there is no help. His breath goeth forth, he returneth to his earth, in that very day his thoughts perish. Happy is he that hath the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God, which made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that therein is, which keepeth truth forever." which executeth judgment for the oppressed, which giveth food to the hungry. The Lord looseth the prisoners. The Lord openeth the eyes of the blind. The Lord raiseth them that are bowed down. The Lord loveth the righteous. The Lord preserveth the strangers. He relieveth the fatherless and widow. But the way of the wicked he turneth upside down. The Lord shall reign forever, even thy God, O Zion, unto all generations Praise ye the Lord. And it's just a, just a great psalm, great section of the book of Psalms as well as, as the, the book closes on a crescendo of praise. And, uh, you know, there's many things we can praise the Lord about, right? We can, we can think about all of His character, all of His um, nature, all of His attributes. And, and there's many, perhaps, that we can name tonight as we look around and we, we think about it. But perhaps one of the ones that maybe... You know, from a human point of view, we might, won't really find that flattering it is found in this psalm. You know, sometimes you go through and there's a, there's a mindset about this thing that is, is a bit low. Um, you, ever, you ever done something and, and maybe you were the, the main reason something succeeded and then someone else takes the credit? Someone goes, oh, well, he helped me a little bit, but actually he did all the work. No one likes being called the help, but actually God is called our help here. He, he says in verse 5, happy is he that hath got the God of Jacob for his help. You know, all of us here, we understand, I think, who God is. We understand the, the, just his majesty. We understand he's sovereign. We understand he's all-powerful, but notice how God describes himself here. He's our help. And, and tonight, I just want to remind you that God is our help. Uh, in all actuality, when you think about it, this, this description of Him as our help, 
it speaks of his heart to, to look at us and as needy, as ones who need help. And there's a couple of things here that we look at, but the reality is we can praise him because he's our help. And I'll, I'll be the first to admit this evening that I need God's help. You know, I go through and there's, there's, there's situations that I can't solve myself. I know that there's times where I have no strength of my own and I need God's help. And maybe you've, uh, you've gone through and you've been injured and you just couldn't, you know, you couldn't do anything for yourself. You know, there's, there's certain people, they just find it hard to ask for help. But, you know, when it comes down to it, sometimes our own pride gets in the way of the assistance and the help that actually God is available for us for. You know, we often try to figure it out ourselves, and yet here God is describing himself as our help. He, the Bible says here that we, happy is he that hath the God of Jacob for his help. And it's, it's a joyful thing. It's a happy thing. And, and really, he highlights here, firstly, the alternative to that. He says in verse 3, Put not your trust in princes, nor in the Son of Man in whom there is no help. Now, that's not speaking about the Lord Jesus in his title of the Son of Man. That's speaking about others, other fellows, fellow mankind. And he's saying there that, that we ought not to put our trust Firstly, in princes, I think that we can speak about the fact that sometimes we can look to um, other authorities in our lives for help, and no doubt God's put certain authorities in our lives to be a help to us, but he says, put not your trust in those. You know, we, we've lived in a time where um, much of how we have to do life is reliant on government mandate, and sometimes we can find comfort in that. You know, we live in a society that is a commonwealth, and we have a, we have a large commonwealth, um, you know, platform in the sense of there's, there's always some sort of handout that the government can give us. And, and that can breed a bit of an entitlement mentality in our society, and we can start to look at the government as our main help. And so when government disappoints us, or when government does something when we feel like we have no choice... But the reality is that ultimately God is our help. And the alternative is limited. You know, we can look at others and certainly I'm glad for how, how God has placed others in my life to be a help to me over the years. But I, I know this, that, that often the best kind of help I've gotten was the ones that God sent into my life. And ultimately I can look to to God for bringing the right kinds of others in my life. But I also know this, in the alternative, they can also let me down. You know, you ever got into a place, I remember one of our, one of the young men in, in, in our church there in Sydney, he was, he was just on fire for the Lord, you know, God was really working on his life. And I remember a particular evening, um, he, he, and he, he was the type of guy that, you know, immediately if someone needed help, he was the first one to volunteer. And he was just, he was just everywhere. A particular time, I remember he, he, he was at the church for a long while, and, and the, 
a section of the um, of the lawn needed some needed to be mowed, and, and that day, the the mower was broken. And this fella, no 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 exaggeration, spent four hours with 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 garden shears. He was. But he was always the first to turn up for people, and, and there was a particular night. He was he was doing some sort of he was going through a uni course, and he had a, he needed help from others. And he called he called a couple of his mates who he had helped, and no one turned up. And you know that discouraged him to the point where he dropped out of church. And here's what I'm saying: others can let us down, even those that shouldn't, and probably don't have an excuse not to help. And yet, we understand that the alternative to, to, to the help that we get from God sometimes is limited in their resources and their ability. But I want to tell you tonight, God is no, not limited. And, and He is the, the greatest help that we can find in our life. And so often we go down different pathways and look at different resources for our help. And yet God, God is our help. And so the alternative is limited. The alternative means that, that really there's times where we can't rely on, on those modes of help. But then we see in verse 6 that our, the God who is our help is also all-powerful. See, in verse 6 it says, "...which made heaven and earth, the sea and all that therein is, which keepeth truth forever." You know, the God that we call to is the God of the universe, and He's the one that created the universe. You know how limiting we, how limited we, our view is of God at times. You now, sometimes, we, if we're if we're honest, we we don't go to God because we think it's too hard. But is there anything too hard for God when He's the one that made heaven? He's the one that made the earth, the sea, and all that there is, and He's our help. You know, it's often the, the, a good thing to go to the right kind of help, right? You don't go to someone who has no idea about vehicles to try to fix your vehicle. You don't go to someone who has no idea about a certain thing for that particular subject or topic. But God, who knows everything, who's all-powerful, who's all-knowing, who's, who's ever-present, sometimes we neglect to go to Him for what we need. And yet, He's our help. He's all-powerful. He continues on in, in verses 7 down to verse 9, and we see that he, He's just the, he, he's the right kind of help. He says, which executeth judgment for the oppressed. And, and what I'm saying is he knows our need. Which giveth food to the hungry, the Lord looseth the prisoners. In verse 7, we see that he's, his type of help here is that he relieves. You know, if you're going through oppression, if you're hungering, if you're, you're, you've been made captive, you're, you're a prisoner maybe to sin or you're a prisoner to a certain situation, listen, He's a God who can relieve you. He can, he, can, uh, he can execute judgment for the oppressed. You know, you're going through oppression, then He executes righteous judgment for you and I. 
He's the avenger and the revenger of those things in our lives. We see that He giveth food to the hungry. And maybe you're hungering for, uh, for, for, for relief to that pain, or, and He's the food to the hungry. He fills that void that is missing. That's how He helps. He, he looses the, the prisoner, prisoners, and we see that He relieves. He relieves. But then in verse 8, we see the Lord openeth the eyes of the blind. The Lord raiseth them that are bowed down. The Lord loveth the righteous. He's one that restores. He restores, and those that have been made blind, He opens the eyes. And those who have been bowed down, and perhaps you've been bowed down by the pressures of life. Perhaps you've been bowed down by the expectations that are overwhelming. And I want to tell you that He helps by restoring us. He, he, he raises us up. He gets us back to that that place of strength where we can continue to go on and he opens the eyes of the blind he allows us to see what we need to see he's a restorer and the lord loveth the righteous and listen in christ we have been made righteous and he is our help he restores but then also in verse 9 the lord preserveth the strangers he relieveth the fatherless and widow, but the way of the wicked he turneth upside down. You know, the, the strangers, the fatherless and the widow, you know, often in that day, where they were the most hopeless. They needed to resort to something. And you know, finally, he's a help in this. He's a resort to us. We can resort to him. When, when we're utterly hopeless, you know, these, the stranger had no right in that country. The fatherless and the widow, they were the, the most helpless in society. They had no means to be provided for. And yet God, who is our help, he's a, he's, we can resort to Him. Hey, you know, you might find yourself in the most helpless situation. You might feel like there's no other way to alleviate the thing that you're going through. I want to I remind you tonight that God is your help. That you can go to Him and you can resort to Him. Don't make Him your last resort. Make Him your first resort. Come to Him first. Let Him be your help. And really in all of that, He rescues. See, the way of the wicked, He turneth up, upside down. He understands. You know, the, the, those around us that we feel, you know, are getting away with everything. You know, God's a God of justice. And we might not be able in our own strength to meet that out. But you know how He helps us? He finds justice for us. And He's the one. And then at the end, the Lord shall reign forever, even thy God, O Zion, unto all generations. You know, he, He's a help for us today. You know, it wasn't just in that time. It's in our time. And then He reminds us again, praise you the Lord. You know, when was the last time you just simply praised God for helping you? You know, when was the last time you just woke up like we were challenging the song, How Long Has It Been? That you just thought about all the ways that God helped you in one day. When was the last time we thought about all the ways that God has helped us in the week, in the month, or in the years that we've just lived? You know, sometimes we get in the mode of complaining when God's helped us all along. And He's been our help. And you know, tonight we pray because God can give us help. We can pray in faith. You know, thankfully, He is our help. 
Because the truth is, oftentimes we're helpless. And so maybe you feel that way tonight. Maybe there's been moments you've felt that way. Maybe that is the reality. And can I tell you this? The greater reality, though, is God is our help. And happy is he, happy is he that hath the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God. So we're going to take our time now to, uh, to, to take some prayer requests. So if, if you have those ready, Brother Jewel, if you could come, and then um, we'll get into some time of prayer tonight.